yes, I'm free, but it doesn't mean I have no responsibility. And it's that little line between freedom and responsibility that we all have to learn to navigate. From Smashing the Plateau, I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a long career as an employed professional. Today on Going Solo, I'm speaking with the founder and CEO of Beyond Retirement, Jackie Doucette. Jackie knows there's more to life than a job and more to what comes next than just leaving a job. Stay with us to hear all the details. Jackie shares how important it is to connect with other people doing what you want to do. That's why the camaraderie of supportive collaborative colleagues is the foundation of the Smashing the Plateau community. Inside the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll also find a range of tools and resources to support your business, access to experts, and answers to your burning questions. Check out the Smashing the Plateau community so that you can build a successful consulting business on your own terms, doing what you love and getting paid what you're worth. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Jackie Doucette. Jackie has undergraduate degrees in chemical engineering and pharmacy and has worked for Canada's Defense Department, both in uniform and as a civilian for 40 years. She knows there's more to life than a job and more to retirement than just leaving a job. With Beyond Retirement, she's hoping to shed some light on other paths people have taken in their journeys away from the corporate world to share with her listeners and her clients a variety of ways to lead rewarding and fulfilling lives outside the nine-to-five world. Jackie, welcome to the show. Hi, David. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here. Jackie, how did you end up doing what you do with Beyond Retirement? It was kind of a convoluted sort of uh, trip that I took. Back around the time that I was uh, in my early 40s, I started thinking there must be more to life than just sitting behind a desk, listening to somebody else tell me what to do day in and day out. But I knew that in order to step away from that, I was going to have to find another way to get the income that I was getting from my corporate job. So I started thinking about what could I do and where could I where could I get this money? How could I help people in order to bring some money in? And it sort of led me to the idea that being an entrepreneur is a great thing, but there's not necessarily something out there for everybody. And I would have to figure out what it was I wanted to do. I think I started off like many people do in the entrepreneurial world. I started off with multi-level marketing, which uh, wasn't really the right ladder to start climbing, I don't think. Yeah. So you were, were you doing this in parallel with your job? I was. I started, I started the multi-level marketing in parallel with my job and that, that didn't really go anywhere. But as I was talking to people and, and going through this journey, trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do, I started hearing people saying, you know, why are you thinking of leaving? I could never retire I don't know what to do. Like, what would I do if I retired? My job is my life. And that got me thinking that that's really not not the way life should be. You shouldn't be revolving around the work that you do. You should be so much more than that. So I got thinking that, you know, maybe there's more to life than just a job and retirement. And I started looking and there isn't a whole lot out there to help guide people along the way when they're trying to figure out 
what it is they want to do when they know they don't want to be working in a corporate job anymore or when they've been told they can't work at a corporate job anymore, but they still want to do something. So I started talking to more people and I started gathering up the ideas and and the things that became Beyond Retirement. Interesting. And at what point did Beyond Retirement become a business? It started, it actually became a business, I guess, probably just about two years ago, I, I actually started a podcast with the same name, and, and that's what really got me thinking that this could be more than just my hobby or sideline, that it could really be something that helped people. I started getting people reaching out to me from the podcast saying, hey, I'm, I'm listening to what you're telling me, and can you help me with what I'm going through? Can you figure out for me what it is that I should be doing? And then I got thinking, well, you know, this could be something really big if I wanted it to be. Right. And so how do you help people when they reach out to you? We usually sit down, sit down over, over Zoom or whatever. We sit down, we have a conversation about what it is they're looking for. Sometimes they don't know what they're looking for and they're just sort of feeling lost. So we just have a conversation at the start to see where they are in life, what they're hoping to get out of their life, where they think they might've gone wrong, that sort of stuff. And we just, we move forward from there based on what kind of information I can draw out of them. Each person is a little bit different. And how much is income or the need for income part of the conversation? Generally speaking, what I do is help them through the non-financial parts of whatever life situation they're, they're planning for. I'm not a financial planner. I can't tell them how much money they need to make or or that sort of thing. I can help them with the basic idea of how to start up the plan for a business if that's what they want to do, but I'm not going to help them start a business. So the income isn't the important part in my guidance or in my program. It's what do you want to do with your life and and how do you see yourself getting to that goal? Mm-hmm. And what are some examples of the the kinds of paths people typically are thinking about or looking at? Sometimes people aren't ready to retire. They're they're retiring because their job has disappeared. I've got one fellow who who that happened to. He wasn't really ready to retire yet, but he found himself without the job. So he was wondering where where to go next, because he still wanted to be part of his profession. He was an engineer and he wasn't ready to stop using his engineering mind. We talked about ways that he could use that and and still be active in his community. Things like mentoring people in the, in the local university in the town that he's in. Things like setting up a, a workshop where he can help teach people the skills that he's got, uh, that sort of thing. There's there's another guy who uh, really wanted to just walk away from everything, and he was just looking for something completely different. So we started talking about the hobbies that he does, the, the things that he would like to do that he didn't have time to do with his job. And he decided to start building birdhouses, and he's put those birdhouses on Etsy. And he's you know built that into a little sideline hobby for himself while he keeps busy doing other things. Right. So it sounds like it runs the gamut. It does indeed. Sometimes people just want to keep busy and other times they're looking for a complete different change. Mm. What are some of the commonalities, if any, that you are noticing? 
the biggest commonality, I think, is that everyone seems to be in a position where they want to give back somehow. They're not ready to just put their feet up and watch life go by. They're, they're ready to or hoping to find a way to help other people. And I think that's something that comes a lot of the time out of the maturity, the the age at which you know people are are coming to me. They're they're starting to see that you know they've got a lot out of their life and they want to help other people do it too. Mm-hmm. Right. Which in some cases, having income along with that, with whatever that that activity is, is important. And in other cases, it may not be so important. Again, individual circumstances vary. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But the the one thing that's in common is we all have a fixed amount of time. We do. Can't make more time. We can make more money, but we can't make more time. The person who figures that out will certainly uh, be rich. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you find, Jackie, as part of your own your own experience that has been most helpful to people that are attracted to reach out to you? Most helpful? Um, I think the fact that that I've done a few different things in my life that I've tried different uh, paths towards uh, entrepreneurial ventures uh, that I've tried some different hobbies that sort of thing but also that I've got a steady track record with helping people sort out the direction they're going I think that's that's made a big difference for me and for the people that I've helped that that I'm kind of focused on figuring out the direction to go Right. And are you still working nine to five? At this point, no, I'm not actually. I, I've actually uh, retired. I'm uh, ready to start doing the beyond retirement uh, lifestyle full time now and uh, things are going well. So th- the one thing that it sounds like your audience has in common or in, in common with um, with entrepreneurs, whether they actually are running a business or not, is that they're setting their own structure. Because when you're in a job, you are spending your time in response to a structure that somebody else has created. And when you're an entrepreneur or you are just spending your time, not, not in, again, not in the business, but not in somebody else's structure, then you need to create your own structure. That's it. That's exactly true. And that's the, the whole backbone behind what I started for myself, I believe, is that I wanted to be in charge of what I do and when I do it. And I think that all the people that come to me feel the same way. They want to get up in the morning and make their direction as they get out of bed, not have someone else telling them what they need to be doing. And what do you find are some of the challenges when when someone goes from a life where they spent many years fitting into somebody else's structure and suddenly they are the ones setting their own structure? What what are some of the unexpected unexpected results that people have to deal with? A lot of people have trouble with the sudden lack of direction, the lack of discipline that they didn't realize that that they had because they're they're used to having a set timeline. You know, you get up at six o'clock and you get to work at eight o'clock and you work until noon. When that structure goes away, suddenly there's nothing holding them to any deadlines and Quite often, people find that they don't have they don't have enough self discipline to stop what they're doing if they're enjoying it and move on to something else that might be a little bit more effective for the next period. I don't know if I'm explaining that well. They they tend to play all day instead of 
doing the things that need to be done. Because even when you're your own boss, there are things that need to be done. And if you don't do them, the whole tower kind of falls down. Mm-hmm. Like, like what kinds of things do you need to do? Well, if you're, if you're still earning an income or trying to earn an income, you definitely need to plan the source of that income. You have to figure out what you're going to do, what revenue generating activities you might want to do through the day, whether that's writing a chapter in a book because you're going to be an author or building a birdhouse because you're going to sell birdhouses or going to the local charity because that's where you've agreed that you're going to volunteer for the day. You have to be committed to the different steps, the different phases of your day, just the same. And a lot of people find that that's hard to do, at least for the first little while, while they're Mm -hmm. getting used to not having a boss. And are there things that you can do that help help you become more committed to something? I think my, my listeners tend to hear me say it a lot. I make a list and I write down the things that need to be done for the next day before I go to bed at night. And I make sure that those are the things that I do before I get off on a tangent doing something else, because if I don't do them when I first think of them, then they're not going to get done. And I help people figure out the best way for their own plan so that they can do the things in the order that they need to be done and and still feel like they're running their own show. Mm -hmm. And why is it so hard for people to figure this out? To be honest, I don't know. I think some of the times or some of the time with some of the people, it's that they're just, there's a, an inner rebel, for lack of a better term, something that, that just turns off when they suddenly don't have a job anymore, when they, when they don't have to be doing something. They think, I'm free. I don't have to do anything anymore. And it's hard to, to reel that back in and say that, you know, yes, I'm free, but it doesn't mean I have no responsibility. And it's that little line between freedom and responsibility that we all have to learn to navigate. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so any tips on how to figure out where that line is between freedom and responsibility? <laughs> Other than by going over the line a few times, it's uh, it's hard to figure out where the line is sometimes. Some people err on the side of caution and and they keep themselves so tied up and and in a rigid schedule that they don't really get the freedom that they were looking for and those people come to me saying why did I you know why did I leave my job I'm I'm as stuck and as stressed as I was at the beginning I think the biggest tip is to take a little bit of time when you're first starting out and feel the freedom get used to the idea that you're the one that's in control of your time and then start thinking about what you want to do with that time, because you do have to make a decision on what you're going to do with your time. Yeah. And what have you seen? How have you seen people react when they finally do make a decision about what they're going to do with their time? Most people are, are really excited. They're very happy. One woman was just beside herself. She, she had finally decided. She took my advice and, and she took some time off and she just relaxed and did whatever she felt like when she got up in the morning. But then she realized that that was just too unstructured for her. She had to have something. And and when she realized that she needed that structure and she sat down and she said, okay, this is what I want to do. And I want to spend 
you know, five hours a week doing it and, and only five hours that made a big difference to her. She, she suddenly realized she had a, she had a goal. She had a reason for getting up in the morning. It was to do this one thing for one hour every single day. And, and it made, it, it brought a new life back into her that had been gone for a little while. Yeah. So for, for those folks that go through your process and realize that the next step for them is going to be doing something that, that results in some income. What kinds of suggestions do you typically make to them? The first thing that I usually do when people say, okay, I, you know, this is great. I want to have some sort of income is I ask them what it is that they hope to see as an income. Like I, I talk to them about the amounts that they want to make. And then I talk to them about who they know that's doing the things that they want to do. Because the, the most important thing to me is to find someone who you can not copy or emulate, but who can at least show you the way that the way that they've done something. Mentors are important. That's something that I wish that I had had way sooner in my uh, little foray into entrepreneurial endeavors. So I, I help them figure out someone who can guide them in the process because I don't think I'm going to be the one who can do that for them. I don't think that, I know that I don't have the expertise for everyone who's looking for an income to help them figure out how to build that income. But I can give them the basics. I can I can tell them, you know, how they need to start out and, and what they should be looking for. Right. And for those folks where it's, it's clear that income is not part of the equation, what do you tell them that's different? I tell them to start by sitting down and thinking about what makes them happy while having an income and, and doing something that makes an income is going to make you happy as well. I think that when income isn't important, your mind opens up a little bit wider to the possibilities. And what makes you happy is generally giving back. I think most people find that whatever they decide to do is something that they can share with other people. And so I, I tell them to sit down and think about what it is they've always wanted to do, because that makes a big difference. Yeah. What's an example of a, maybe a dramatic result that someone didn't anticipate and then is able to come up with? One individual who was busy all the time at work. He didn't think that he was going to be able to retire. He thought that money was, you know, the driving force all the time. And when he sat down and, and really thought about it, money wasn't important to him. And when he realized money wasn't important, it sort of shook him a little bit because he realized that he was working and spending all that time, that, you know, that commodity we don't have a lot of, doing things that didn't mean a lot. And when we talked about what he was missing, what he really loved doing, he stopped and he kind of looked at me and he said, you know, <laughs> what I really love doing is working with animals. And he'd been, you know, a high up, he'd been an engineer, he'd been, a, you know, a high level engineer and never had time for anything. His family, uh, his family was grown up. Everybody had missed missed them all. So he went back, he went to a local it's an SPCA, it's similar to SPCA in, in Canada, and he volunteered. He started looking after the animals. He started taking home the elderly ones 
And he wrote to me and he said that was just <laughs> night and day change in how he felt about himself. Totally unexpected for him to be, you know, playing with puppies and kittens. Wow. That's pretty remarkable. Jackie, what's your dream for beyond retirement? Where would you love it to go? That's a good question. I think I would love to have it become not so much a, you know, a, a family name, but I'd like it to become something that's well-known in the entrepreneurial world because I, I want people to understand that there's a place for them to go to figure out what their life can be like. And I, and I think that it's really important for people to realize that there is more to life than the job that they're doing. And and by stepping into your life beyond retirement, I think you can you can fulfill that. You can find that there's more to life than just working. Yeah, what an incredible mission. Jackie, uh, we've covered a lot of territory in a short amount of time on some very important issues. If somebody wants to go deeper with anything we've discussed or access any resources you may have, where would be the best place for them to go? Probably the best place would be to my website. It's uh, beyondretirement.ca. Or they could just email me, retireabc at gmail.com. Sounds great. Well, Jackie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and going solo and share your insights. My guest has been the founder and CEO of Beyond Retirement, Jackie Doucette. Thank you again, Jackie, for joining us. Thanks very much, David. I've really enjoyed it. When you visit the Going Solo website, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Jackie shared how important it is to connect with other people doing what you want to do. That's why the camaraderie of supportive, collaborative colleagues is the foundation of the Smashing the Plateau community. Inside the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll also find a range of tools and resources to support your business, access to experts, and answers to your burning questions. Check out the Smashing the Plateau community so that you can build a successful consulting business on your own terms, doing what you love and getting paid what you're worth. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.